Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Money. I am back with Vicki Pace. Super excited to catch up with her today. She's been in the Enchanted Circle for 169 days, which is awesome. I know, right? Mm-hmm. So fun. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool. So I'm excited to talk to you today. So tell me, welcome, Vicki, first of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me something awesome. Um, I am about a third of the way through a really fantastic run in a show that I'm in. And I just get deeper and better into the character every single day I go. And, um, and my relationships are all thriving and blossoming and just better than I could have ever imagined or like even in my wildest dreams thought of that. My relationships are just amazing right now. Um, yeah, and I found out my stepmom and aunt are coming into town to see my show. So, yay, that's amazing. Yeah, so fun. That is good. Mm-hmm. And this being in this show is really a, it's being part of your stepping into being a full time actor, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. been a a growth sort of um, an exercise in accepting my worthiness and embracing it, and I I finally feel worthy of the the job and the performances and the show and the role so i love that's another awesome thing is that i finally am like embracing it and owning my worthiness that is awesome i mm-hmm. love it so good um so since we last talked to you you had completed the first round of manifest 10k and you have yeah which is awesome and just to remind everybody, your total was $15,883.49. Yeah. I was like, oh, I should pull up that number, but yay, good. <laughs> yeah, right? Which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, so you've started the second round of Manifest 10K, which I often suggest because I think it's such a good, the first time is awesome, but you're, well, I'm going to let you describe what happens the first round and the second round. Um, yeah. Um, so far things have just moved along so quickly. Um, and I'm only, I think day two or I think I'm like day four or five in actually. Um, and I'm on the, the last one I read was the scavenger hunt for pennies and stuff. And I found them all in one day within, (laughs) within like, I think it was honestly, I think I finished reading the article and then I Uh stepped away from whatever the phone or laptop or something. And I found them. (laughs) It was like instant. Um, and, but then I kept playing the game cause I, it, I think it's fun. It's so fun to celebrate every time you see a penny or a nickel. Um, yeah, so that, I, that I think is indicative of how the rest of the course will be and mm-hmm. just things will slide and slip into place a lot easier. And you and I came up with some new things, uh, like a new abundance feeling for myself that I think is up leveled from last yeah. time. And I think that's going to, and things have already started happening. I mean, my, my 10K list is going to Disney World and Harry Potter, the Wizarding World, and someone's already brought up an offer of taking me there for free. So 
since I started again. <laughs> Which is amazing, right? Since yeah. You made that decision. Yeah. I do think it's indicative. I love how you're like, yeah, the scavenger hunt, like it all just happened. Mm-hmm. I think everything does happen quicker the second round. Um, I don't know. I don't remember how your scavenger hunt was, but sometimes that's an exercise that like gets people. It's like, yeah. oh, it's not showing up. I don't see it. Like I, I always find money and now I don't find any money. Like it's, it's one of those exercises that really push seems simple, but pushes mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And can bring things to the surface. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just love that it went so fast and that is definitely indicative of what's going to happen next. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so excited. I, it already feels different and, but it, it, it feels similar in the momentum. Mm-hmm. And when I was done with manifest 10 K, I feel like I was I think I was just scripting for a week or two. Uh-huh. I don't remember how much time it was, but I was just kind of like busy and couldn't start 10K again yet. Um, it just felt, it feels different doing Manifest 10K and having these daily things to accomplish really gives you that sense of momentum and drive, I think. Like, it, it, I just, I feel like I'm on a roll much more than that week and a half between. <laughs> right. Interesting, which is interesting because you just continued on with like the, the exercises that are at the end of Manifest 10K. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And so talk a little bit about, is it because, do you think it's because like the momentum is created because that you get up and you know what you're supposed to do and you can sort of relax after that? Like, Why do you think that creates the momentum? Um, I think it has something to do with that, that each day um, each of the assignments are small enough that they, you can feel accomplished and, um, good about doing them, but it's not overwhelming. Some of, I I think in the middle of the course, there are some tricky ones that make you really think, but especially in the beginning to get that momentum going, Mm -hmm. those little fun things to do are super great. And I think there are one or two like coming up with your manifest 10k list can that that sometimes will bring it stuff to the surface for me yeah. um but th- things like that and like coming up with your feeling and, and feelings and <clears throat> pardon me your abundance feelings and what uh your abundance activities mm-hmm. those can sometimes take up time but um I, i'm to a point now where i know if i'm if i'm putting it off it's for a reason it's not like because I, I, I know I'm, I'm dedicated enough and, and like I'm in the program enough. I'm not going to just put it off and not do it. I, I know I'm like, it's on my back burner. I'm stewing on it and coming up with new things. And I've already come up with like two or three things for my current assignment um, to add to the list, I guess. So. Oh, I love this whole <laughs> conversation because you're right. And that um, it's when you learn to trust like that, it's not that you're not doing it, right? Because there is a yeah. difference between not being committed and not doing assignments mm-hmm. and being like, this one doesn't feel 100% li- or let me put it in the background. Let me understand that like I can't force myself to come up with the answer right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think there's a difference between not showing up and putting it on the – like letting it stew, you know, yeah. and I, I think I've shown up and I, I'm still showing up and I am here and I'm present, but I, there are assignments that need to be sort of the backdrop as I live these abundant days and, th- and the inspiration comes up for new things. And I think that's a little more 
authentic than if I had said, I have to do this assignment. I need to sit down. I have 20 minutes today doing it. And then I would, and then, I mean, I could still do that, but you would call me out on it on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) This just doesn't feel too juicy to me. And I'd say, yeah, you're right. I should just... (laughs) listen to my instincts and let it go. <laughs> yes. And do you think you learned that as you went through that first time? Yes. Um, cause I think I did allocate, which I, in, in hindsight may have been helpful to get that right. habit into my body mm-hmm. of like, I have this time set aside every day for abundance and growth. So I'm doing it no matter what. And I think after a couple of assignments of you mentioning or like commenting back, like this doesn't feel juicy enough. I think we can go deeper. Um, those are times when I'm like, yeah, I, I felt like I was forcing it. I should just trust those feelings. So I think, yes, the first time through, um, probably about halfway through the first time of Manifest 10K, I started to really trust those instincts of, I need to think about this a little more. I need to percolate. I need to live and it'll come up. Yes. So. I love that because that is such a big lesson for this process, right? So there is that we got to set aside, um, you know, time and and be dedicated and be, I'm here, I'm showing up. Mm -hmm. And then there's like this evolution where then it's like, it's just figuring out like, which times am I showing up and which do I need to show up and which times am I letting it be on the back burner? So I love Yeah. And I wonder if it's just like, I I have enough momentum sort of zooming towards my abundant self, my future self, that I don't, um, I'm not as dependent on the daily activity to keep moving forward. You know, like I can, I have the habits in my own life built up enough that I, I, I don't need to, because I think when you first start Manifest 10K, you're, you're building those muscles of abundance and, and not so much, yes, the trust muscles, but also just the habitual things like changing your language and, and rephrasing things and telling only stories you want, like those things I've, I've, I've embraced pretty fully now. So, um, that I think that helps me trust, like if I'm not ready to do an assignment, it's for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's, and it's so true. And that's, that's the evolution. So I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about, cause you had shared this on a call and I just thought it was so cool. Cause I've never heard anyone say it. <laughs> one of the things that you, because we talk about one of the things and I talk about this all the time, like seeing the evidence and really noticing that you are becoming more abundant, um, is that's key to everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so first I'm going to ask you, like, what has paying attention to how abundant and all the little things, how has that shifted in A, made you feel like it's actually happening and it's actually working, but B, also like helped you see things differently? How has helped paying attention to all of the money and all the abundance made a difference in your life? Um, I think you see what you look for. So if you have an assignment to look for things, and find things, you're going to find them because you're finding them. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if, you're fi- if you're always finding the number 88 around you, you're going to just see it all the time. But if right. you choose then, okay, now I'm going to see $10,000 or the number 10,000 or even the number 10 um, or like 100. I've been doing that to 100 or a 10. 
Um, that, and I, I'll see them all over and they come up in my conversations too, without me bringing it up at all. They'll just come into my conversation. But I, um, on the other side of that, like celebrating the little money talks that we have um, with random people. I mean, even down to like grocery store, this one's 10 cents cheaper, which one, um, things like that where it's like, oh, I saved 10 cents. Yes, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, or like one time I was like, oh, this thing's five cents more. That's fine. I choose to invest in it. It's fine. And then finding a nickel in the parking lot on my way out, that kind of thing happens a lot to me. Yes. <laughs> um, which is awesome. Have we yeah. told that whole story? Of which one? <laughs> that right there is, it, there's such a big lesson, even though in theory it's about five cents. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what you just said is like, oh, this was a nickel more. And I said, I'm going to invest in it. I choose to invest in it. Mm-hmm. And you walk out to the parking lot and there's, a, there's your nickel. Right? Yeah. And I think it was something like, oh my God, it was like milk chocolate peanut butter cups versus dark chocolate peanut butter cups or something like that. It was definitely like a, this is an investment in my happiness. I'm going to eat this chocolate tonight and feel good. Um, I, I decided to go for, I don't know, whichever one that was five cents more. And uh-huh. I was like, it's fine. Cause it's going to make me really happy. So, um, and then I didn't think about it again. And as I was walking out, I think I put the bags in the backseat of the car going around to the driver's side, I saw a nickel on the floor and it was like, or on the, on the parking lot ground and it was shiny and lovely and calling my name. And my thing is I do jazz hands when I find change. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, I love it. Yeah. And like, so the universe gives us all these opportunities when we're looking and when we acknowledge them, like that was huge in building your trust muscle. Mm-hmm. Even though in theory, again, it's like, five cents, but five cents matters. And it's, it's not about the five cents. It's about like, Oh, I used to make the cheaper choice all the time. And this time I was like, no, I'm going to invest in my happiness. And the universe delivered that right back to you. Yeah. And that happens a lot when I, um, trust that like investing in myself or investing like feelings in myself. Mm -hmm. I generally find it, you know, it's uncomfortable and sucks in the moment, but I usually within like the next 24 hours, something big happens or I grow through something or, or sometimes it's not even that I notice that someone will bring it up to me and say, wow, you would have handled that a lot differently, you know, two months ago or something. And that happens a lot too, where I don't notice the growth. It's someone else brings it to my attention and that's fun too. <laughs> that is fun. And I think what you're saying, I understood it because I know you, but for our listeners, when you're saying investing in feeling, you mean actually like investing the time in yourself to feel your feelings, right? Yeah. And opening up that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think I'm attract, I think I'm bringing some evidence of that to myself. There's people around me who have been having like big crying sessions and feeling very sad and they'll call me and ask me, ask me to like calm them down. And I do, and I love it, but I, I, what helps them is when I tell them just to feel the feelings and stop talking about the stories that come up, you know, you don't need to just be sad and it's okay. And generally when I tell someone to be sad and it's okay to be sad, that it's like an aha. And they're like, you're right. It is okay to be sad. I don't know why I'm getting so worked up about it. Um, but when I open up the space and sort of honor the feelings um, that I, I grow from that. And I hesitate because now I'm thinking about, I, I've been honoring if I'm frustrated with something, mm-hmm. I'll let myself be frustrated and annoyed 
and then move on. And generally yeah. those, those are shorter. I don't need yeah. like, and it's not that I'm telling myself to make it shorter. I just, I only need like a second of, and then I, I'm okay. <laughs> right. Well, I think, and I think that's true. Like normally with frustration and annoyance, like if we actually let ourselves fully get frustrated and annoyed instead of like trying to tamper it down and move mm-hmm. on and like not be annoyed, then yeah. like that's when it goes on for like three days. But when it's like, right. you just feel it, you can move through it. Or like you, you brought up the example of like smearing the lipstick, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to be like, I'm, this is okay because you know, that used to be a habit of mine is if something bad happened, I would uh-huh. automatically say, this is okay because, and then just try to think of something. But I've stopped doing that, and I think it's for the better. I don't get as frustrated. I mean, I really it takes a lot to do frustrate me now. So that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. huge for you. Yeah, and I, it is huge that people are calling you, and you're now the one saying, "Feel your feelings," mm-hmm. because that was an evolution, and it took a little bit, right, to not right. stop explaining why or trying to figure out why or all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. I think it's it's invaluable. I'm so I'm so grateful that I've I have that muscle and that skill and um yeah, and I think you know you and and Jenny just had a an episode about uh, it was like habits that help a trust muscle that like help uh, you yeah, help you, you build trust muscle, yeah. Yeah, and um I think 10 manifest 10k does that in a way. And I don't know if that was on purpose for you, but just because, <laughs> um, because you have those daily assignments. So yeah. you're building that trust muscle and the momentum too. Yeah, that is cool. It was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all on purpose. It was all set up to, um, you know, I always tell people like, we don't dive in. Like I never ask you about what your money beliefs are. Yeah. Right. We don't mm-hmm. talk like we, we create them later on once we, you've built the momentum and once you've built up the trust. Yeah. But yeah, every single assignment is on purpose and it's timing to really just give you those little bits of trust muscle and to get you into the momentum and the fun really. Yeah. Of instead of, you know, oh my God, I got to manifest money. Mm-hmm. Like really to be in that fun space of this is fun and this is play. And I can see it as such. Cause I think it's easier to trust when things are more playful. Yes. When they're like lighter yeah, and more fun. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you asked me what my old money story was until like this week, <laughs> like on this week's call or was it, I think it was last week's call. And that's yeah. like, I don't, that's after I've finished manifest 10 K and change your money story, like 112 or whatever, 20 days in. Yeah. 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 I know. So let's ask, let's talk about that now. What, what is your old money story? You're right. Cause I don't ask that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, um, and not only that you don't ask what it is, you don't talk, you don't, we don't like harp on it Mm-mm. as like a, without a nameless thing, we don't give energy to it at all. Um, uh, what did I say it was? Is like a hot mess money chaser. Yeah. With a little survival. Cause some, there were, t- um, I can feel it coming back sometimes, but it's good that I have the skills to notice it and, um, you know, to ask myself, well, and now with the feeling, the feelings and being frustrated, mm-hmm. I sometimes will just ask myself, why do I want this right now? Do I actually want this or do I actually want to do this? Those, those questions really help bring it back to, um, 
why do I want these things? And most of the time it's like, yeah, you're right. I'm frustrated about something right now. I need to just be frustrated. I don't actually need to go buy that. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. So I think you cut out a little bit and your story is hot mess money chaser, right? Mm -hmm. I think you you thought it was a little bit of survival. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think it is hot mess money. And the reason I actually asked this week was because we were sort of doing budgeting and we're talking about like, what is that? And so I wanted to see now what's the pattern? Like, what is the old story? So that now we, like you just said, right. We can see, okay, this is just happening. And so what you just said, I think is important for people to hear is that instead of being frustrated about not being able to spend money, Mm -hmm. right. You actually ask yourself, like, is this something I want? Right. Right. And then even just saying the phrase, well, I choose not to invest in that. Mm -hmm. It just, even if if you don't feel like you have that power in the moment, just saying I choose not to, it it sort of gives you the power, even if you are faking it till you make it, you know? Right. Because technically you are choosing not to, it's not like, yeah, it's, you could still choose to invest in this thing and max out your car or like overdraft your account. You could choose to do that, but you could also choose not to. And mm-hmm. um, so it's like you have a choice no matter what. And that helps too, giving yourself the power back. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I love it. And so then um, you are going to start on the budget for attraction process, right? So tell mm-hmm. us about that. You just read that chapter in Money Man- Mindset for Champagne Life. Yeah. And I, I think I still have a couple more pages left of it. Mm-hmm. I was just going to get started, but I didn't realize... Oh my God. Let me just show you what my bookmark is for the book. <laughs> if you're not on video, it's a oh. dollar bill. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, one of the assignments was to hide money a long time ago. So yeah. and I had put a dollar in that book and I was like, oh, this is, this is my new bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. Yeah. 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 Um, so budgeting for um, attraction, is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, I had sort of dabbled in this before with investing 10% in myself, but I think that I wasn't ready enough at the time. I think that was feeding into my hot mess story a little. So um, now that I'm good with money, I can do this um, in uh, a healthier, more, not that the last way was unhealthy, but I'm doing it now. And um, the way you have it laid out is that you have um, each, a percentage of, of your income goes to different things. And each of these categories is like, Living, loving, giving, sharing, uh, and growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's it because living is is you have it allotted for sixty percent, and the and each of the other four is ten percent each. Yeah, um, and that just that really intrigued me. That as I continue reading the chapter, you have more about like it doesn't all have to be exactly ten percent, and um, you can just give a dollar here and there, but just the idea, I just finished reading this paragraph, the idea of sending energy and your intention towards those things. I'm intending to have a budget for fun. I'm intending to have a budget for going to classes. Um, for me, it's going to be like going to dance classes. I have a budget for um, getting my niece and nephew gifts, those kind of things. Yes. Yeah. How does that feel different? Because the conversation we had a couple of days ago was like budgeting doesn't feel good, which is, yeah. this is everybody, right? So budgeting doesn't feel good. It feels restrictive. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so how is this just opening up and thinking about like, okay, I want to put money and I'm sending energy there and I'm going to pave the path even with a dollar 
to like all these things you just listed. How does that feel? It's just like, it's so freeing and powerful feeling. I mean, um, I think, I think just shifting my mindset around, um, a quote unquote budget, um, making it about paving the way and setting the intention of having these things and having space allotted for them, even if it's just a dollar a month or $10 a month. Um, and that it just feels manageable and fun. Yeah. (laughs) More fun. Absolutely. And that changes the game, right? Mm -hmm. Totally. Fun instead of like restrictive and terrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause nobody likes like the, the term in itself, like, no, you rarely find somebody who's like, Oh my gosh, I love to budget. Right. Right. But when you budget for attraction, you're really like figuring out how do I open those doors and mm-hmm. getting what you want. Yeah. And I, I'm so excited. I haven't, I'm just reading the book now. I haven't like pulled out my numbers or anything, but I'm so excited to see how that's going to unfold. And I think that's, it's, I think it's going to be a game changer for me. Oh Yeah. It's yeah. going to be huge. Yeah. And it builds on the whole, right? We laid the foundation. I'm good with money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now absolutely. Up leveling to create your budget for attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you, go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking like, I think just even changing the phrase, but a budget, creating a budget for attraction. I think that's so helpful for me. And I think words have a big impact on me. So like when I changed pay, like paying or buying something, I changed it to investing. That was really, really helpful for me. So creating a budget for attraction, I think is going to be super helpful as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what are you excited about next? Um, I am to a place where I'm so excited about the open space I have after this show. Uh-huh. And I'm, I, it's it's dawning on me that I think one of our first podcasts or, or interviews, I th- we had the same discussion. You asked what I'm excited about next. And uh-huh. I said, I have a big open space and I'm excited for it. And I finally feel like I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. It took some trust to get here, but I'm ready. And I think there's going to be something amazing to fill up that space. Um, and I, um, And I think I have like a mini vacation coming up too. So. Yay. And Halloween. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. Well, and you are, you're practicing sort of, uh, you're taking your future self, bringing your future self in and practicing how to have like the midweek off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. my weekends now are on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So um, I really am opening up those spaces and honoring it. And um, and by honoring, I mean like, yes, I slept in today till 1030. Um, awesome. but, but also like doing things that fill up my cup, you know, and yeah, um, that make me happy and um, make me feel fulfilled. Um, so yeah. And, and doing it in the middle of the week is fun when, you know, there's no traffic around and there's like hardly anybody's out and about. It's just me. It's so yeah. fun. It's so abundant, right? Because yeah. you know, I have the free time. I get extra time because it doesn't take me, you know, it only takes me 20 minutes to drive across town instead of 40. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and ju- just the open freedom of the whole day. And it's like before, even the days that when I have the show, I when I dr- drive up to my theater, I still have until like four o'clock every single day. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's so cool. 
That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Um, so what advice would you give somebody who sort of feels like they are maybe a hot mess money chaser? Um, I think a hot mess money chaser is, uh, has trust to build. And mm -hmm. I think they'll find things that help build that trust muscle uh -huh. and manifest 10 K is a great way to do that. Um, yeah. and, uh, creating those daily, I think things for yourself. And I don't want to call them habits or rituals. I mean, I guess ritual is good because it does sort of lift it up. But, um, for me, the word ritual was always stressful for me, but it's not anymore. But when I was a hot mess money chaser, it was a, it was a stressful thing. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I would just say, uh, trust. Yeah. Mm hmm. I second that as a yeah. former hot mess money chaser. Yeah. <laughs> Find ways to build trust and let go and right. Um, which means you have to give some space and you can't, you have to, you know, take a step back and let things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I related to, um, my roommate, my cousin just finished whole 30. Um, mm -hmm. and her second last day, she called me and she was like, I really want wine. Will you just come home? And we'll drink wine together. Cause on whole 30, you can't drink wine. Right. And I, I, it didn't even, I didn't even think about it. I just, I just said, well, why? I need to cry, not drink wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that I sort of relate to my old hot mess story. Like buying things to fill that space instead of feeling the feeling. So, um, if someone needed to hear that, I hope that helped. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Cool. Yeah. Feel the feelings instead of fill the space. Right. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. I am excited yeah. to talk to you next time as you'll be about halfway through manifest 10 K again, and it'll be super fun to catch up with what's going on. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm going to have some big news to tell you next time. I know it. it's going to be I, so fun. Right. Me too. I can't wait. I'm so yeah. excited. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you everybody for listening and make sure to tune into Vicky's next interview as well as the next show on more money. Thank you for joining us on the more money show to learn more about enrolling in the enchanted circle. Go to cassieparks.com.